Hello all and welcome back to part two of the King's front office search. Um, this is As the King's Turn and I am Jill and I'm excited to get into some more of the names that I've been bringing up. So without further ado, we will start with the next one. So first off, let's start off with the hot name that's going around right now. Um, and that's Scott Perry. Uh, I appreciate what he did when he came in during his first tenure with the Kings. Um, because whether, you know, you liked his moves necessarily or not, just in the short time he was here during that draft, he did bring a name to this place and a name that agents and other front office executives trust. And that was a big issue when it came to Vladi being here. And so in that sense, we actually, for the first time in years, got people who were willing to work out with us in the pre-draft workout process, were willing to take phone calls, which hadn't happened before. So just in that sense alone, it's, it's a huge upgrade. And I know maybe that's not a high bar, but that's the reality we're dealing with here. Now, just track record alone, Scott Perry has the, the chops to do this job. Um, in the early 2000s, he was head coach. You know, he's been, he's been there in college. Um, he then moved on to a college scout with the Pistons. He then became the director of player personnel, was then promoted to the assistant general manager there, and then became the vice president of basketball operations. Now, in 2012, he ended up resigning there and moving on to the Orlando Magic as an assistant general manager, the VP of basketball operations. Then he was let go there, then came to the Kings as an executive vice president, and then was hired for his dream job as the general manager for the New York Knicks. So again, this is a man who's had 30 years on the job. The, you know, you can't discount that, and he has good relationships. So, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't hate it. It, it would... I do think there are some other, other names out there that I might prefer, but I totally respect Scott, and he is more than qualified for the position. And he is someone, you know, that was let go in my in Orlando, and he said two days later his phone rang, and it was the Kings, and, you know, he said it was, a you know, a gift from God that he was able to come back. There are plenty of people who still could have turned that position down and waited till something else came along, but he did take the call. He did accept it, and yeah, it was only for a couple months, and then it got his, you know, he got his job over with the Knicks. But if Dumars really is going to stay here, and you need that that front office structure that you can trust and you know the people underneath you are not necessarily trying to supersede you. Um, Scott Perry, you know, we could do a lot, a lot worse than that. And that would be the start of a legitimate front office structure that we have not had in seven years. 
Next up, we're going to go with Mark Hughes, who is currently the uh, assistant general manager with the Clippers. And this is an interesting one with how he kind of fits into the Clippers front office is his background is in coaching. Then he became a scout and then he became a general manager. But how they view him more with the Clippers is almost kind of a glue that that keeps um, those guys together as more of a you know coaching and management perspective. So I do like him in the sense where if you wanted your GM to be more of a a coach or a manager and then you brought in legitimate assistant general managers who have the huge scouting backgrounds and, and are, you know, the scouting and player development backgrounds, that would make a lot of sense as a, a group pairing that we have not seen here. So a little background on Hughes. He actually, this um, if we hired him, this would be his second stint with the Sacramento Kings. He was an assistant coach here in 2006, and he was just here for the one year. But he is familiar with this place, and I think someone like him taking a job back here would speak volumes that how much he then would respect you know this place and and what we're trying to do and so after he became he was an assistant coach here he then was offered the director of scouting position with the Knicks and so he was there for three years and then was promoted from that position to the director of pro player personnel he served that for seven years and then was offered the assistant general manager position with the Clippers under Lawrence Frank when he took over over there. So, again, he's another guy with a lot of experience. Um, He was just a finalist for the Detroit and um, Bulls positions. And so I... He obviously is a name right now as an up-and-comer when it comes to a general manager position. So um, I do think that is another name definitely to be on the lookout for. Next up is the Golden Goose that everybody likes to talk about every offseason, and that is Mike Zarin. Now, this is truly a dream uh, speculation, but... You know, he's he's not going anywhere. He is a lifelong Celtics fan. And so it it seems very unlikely that he would leave his favorite team to come take over a place like this. But again, still throw the name out there. It's still someone you should call. Even if they're going to say no, make the call. But. He's the big main analytics guy in Boston's front office. Every year, people offer him jobs, and every year he says no, but people continue to keep offering it. He is definitely one of the biggest rising uh, names in front offices, even though he has been doing this for a while. 
Um, he came close to joining the 76ers in 2003, but he opted to stay with Boston at the time. So it, it does seem very likely that he would go anywhere else, and he's kind of just waiting his time uh, to replace um, Ainge if that, you know, if that ever happens. But he, he's been with them since the 2003 season as their assistant general manager. Uh, he also took over their um, general counsel position. And then just last this last season, he was uh, promoted to vice president of basketball operations. So again, um, a dream name, but his name still deserves to be out there in the search. Now, the next name, most people would be more familiar with his dad rather than himself, but that is Kirk Lakeup. And no, there is no debitism. He is young. He's very respected in the league. He's been around since 2006. So this isn't, you know, some, you know, spur of the moment where all of a sudden, you know, people hold him in a high regard. But that keeps the obvious issues of would he ever, you know, potentially leave the Warriors. But just a little bit on his background is he started as a uh, PR intern with the Celtics in 2006. He then be, uh, became the director of basketball operations in 2010 with the Warriors. And in two years there, he was promoted to the assistant general manager position and has held that um that uh, job title until today. He also was then given the general manager of the G League team in 2012. He became vice president of the Warrior Sports Venture in 2016, and now he's the executive vice president of basketball operations. He was just promoted to that this last year. So he is another one where started with the Celtics, came to the Warriors, but has a lot of um, front office experience and he's kind of one where he's stuck since his dad obviously owns the Warriors um, it's hard to see him ever leaving but I would assume that if Bob Myers was to ever move he would be the the first name going up and would Bob Myers ever leave I don't know um, that that would be an interesting conversation in itself if if you could ever pry him away from there but I would assume as long as Curry and Thompson and and Draymond are still there that 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 group stays the same okay last but not least of this part two is Andy Birdsong he is the current assistant GM of the Brooklyn Nets and formerly he has been with the Hawks and with the Spurs so he is another young, well-respected uh, front office executive who has worked himself up from an intern to where he is now. So he actually started um, as an intern with the Spurs in 2011. And then after that year, he got hired as a scout by the Atlanta Hawks in 2012. Now, from 2012 to 2015, he served that role along with the basketball operations manager. So at the end of 2015, he was hired back to the Spurs as their director of basketball operations and then was promoted 
into the position of director of pro player personnel. Now, he held that job while also being the general manager for the Austin Spurs from 2017 to 2019. And then from there, he then went to be uh, an assistant general manager with the Brooklyn Nets. So Sean Marks made sure to bring him over there when he got the Nets position to to build around that group. And it was another trusted individual because an interesting piece about Birdsong and Marks is they actually interned together with the Spurs and, and they had this dream of, of building, building this together, which is another reason why I could see it would be hard for him to leave the nets with what they're building there. But still, um, he had that background with Kenny. He had the background with, uh, Sean when they worked together. And, you know, he said he had the opportunity, the dreams of that opportunity to do what he's doing. And one of the big reasons he had gone back to San Antonio was he loved that family oriented nature that they had there. And, and he wanted to learn from RC Buford. So again, that's, you know, if you're going to be learning from minds on how to build a team, you're not going to get much better than an, an RC Buford uh, you know, product. So, um, it, yeah, he's another name where he's, he's worked under the best. He, he has served all of these, you know, day-to-day operations led, you know, G league teams handled development with the youth. Uh, he helped with the scouting process, free agency with the draft, building the culture and, you know, Sacramento is is that family-oriented place around here that if you could try to sell him, I, I do think that's another name that you should go for. And if he says no, you know, that's that's fine. But again, these are the, the names you should be calling about. 